mind to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKTN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton gonna take a shot wide open and just drop in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heifel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Good finds Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a slowly shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Victory Thursday edition of the program. Tennessee 68. Alabama 59. Number one comes into Thompson Bowling Arena and goes down. It's three and out alongside Houston Crest. I'm Nate Hodges. We got Adam Hickman, intern Brett. Gang's all here. Ready to break it all down. It's Tennessee back on the winning track. Special request right here. Yeah. By yeah. a lot of well, people. It's uh, a lot of people. We talked about uh, trolling the Alabama fans and basketball team in warm-ups or during the game or whatever, but then when... You know, when you whip them like this, 39-30 in the second half and uh, pull away and hold them in the 50s. What a great night on Rocky Top. Mostly great. 
mostly great? Mostly great. What wasn't great? What wasn't great? Well, I didn't particularly love the 94 feet, which would have been a grand total of 188 feet with Bama players during the uh, intros to segments. That was not my favorite. And we even got a Bama walk-on. Yeah, who told dad jokes. I told you it was going to be a Bama showcase since they were number one and the first time they've been number one. Ever. And they normally and don't do two of those a game. No. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, for this top ten matchup, let's slide two of them in there. And, oh, yeah, the hosting team, Tennessee, we're not going to give either one of them to them. Yeah, that was dumb. I mean, the Switzerland joke was pretty good. No, Hickman, he stole both of those jokes from The Last Not of Us. Not the Switzerland joke. But that one wasn't... Come on, man. A big plus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's but, pretty good. I, no, it's not. It was, it, that's the whole point. Is It's not good. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll get to the game. Obviously, the game itself was fantastic. But yeah, what are you poo-pooing on over here? Jay right? Billis! Oh, yeah! I hate that guy. I don't hate him, but I did for most of the game last night. Well, he had to start complimenting Tennessee as they were, you know, putting it on Alabama. Eventually he did. Gave us a lot of compliments. He gave our defense a lot of compliments. He also, I mean, anytime there was a charge block call, we got the benefit of whatever call was made, and he defended Alabama mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, he gave them the blue blood treatment because they're the number one team. But they're not a blue blood. We didn't get that treatment when I we said, were number one. That's why I said blue blood treatment. Just makes me sick. Alabama. Is it weird that this like didn't feel like Tennessee versus number one at all? It didn't? No. I do not look at Alabama basketball and think, yep, best team in the I just can't do it. Okay. Like I will never be able to do it. I mean the place was rocking, I thought like you know, I felt like we paid more attention I, I tried to pay more attention to the, the crowd noise. I mean There was- are there were a few times where I thought the camera facing people were pretty slow to get up off their feet, but they well, were they were yeah. probably making some pretty good noise. I mean Russell was there last night. He said the he said it was one of the best he's ever been yeah, to. And he typically goes to big games. He said the crowd was into it. A lot of people who called in VR said the crowd was into it. Mm-hmm. I got no qualms with the crowd. Okay, that's good. They're not Jay Billis. He, he's the only one I have qualms with. All right. I just don't think you should let Jay Billis steal your joy like that. He's not, he didn't steal it. He, you he, seem like kind of a curmudgeon right now. Like, like, okay, it's tolerable that because we won. You're like mostly great. Like, we screw lost. Jay Billis. It was a great night. I didn't say it wasn't. I just said, said it was mostly great. I'm just saying that I'm sick of the home team who was never not in this game. Like, did you see halftime? The half did you did you listen to the halftime show? Mm-mm. It's 29-29. Like, oh, Tennessee hanging around. It's like, what the hell? We're the number 10 team in the country. We're yeah. not unranked. Yeah. We're not 12 and 12. Didn't we lead? Put that some game respect on our name. For literally like 39 minutes. Huh? Didn't we lead for like 39 minutes? I don't think we Maybe ever... not led, but we only trailed for, we trailed Once. for less than a minute, 12 yeah, to 11. Huh? They did get it back to 40 to 40. But that and again, this is the Tennessee fan in me cuz I hear all that crap and I'm watching the game. I'm like this yeah, I mean they could go off and hit four quick threes and you know this this game changes, but we're kind of dominating them. Mm-hmm. Like we're the ones that are getting wide open looks and they're not falling. If we anything if anything we could have been up by 14 to 17 at the half. But I give the guys a ton of credit because that defense was nasty. Yeah, Meshack. Nasty. Game of his life, and he didn't even score. Yeah, but he didn't give up a field goal. 
Did you know that? What did we say yeah. they should do? Said it had to be him. I said, don't tell me Shaq. He doesn't have to score. He doesn't have to shoot. He, he did. Could, he, he did. did take I four think. shots. One was a three. That charge he had. I he wish he. I wish he'd just crammed it all over that guy's face. He had three rebounds, two assists. Technically, three it wasn't a charge. By the way, his foot was in the restricted area. Yeah, let's just do away with that because clearly they only. Well, if they don't, if they're not going to look at the feet every time, then they need to review it every time. Yeah. I mean, you, clearly you didn't see his feet, and if it was that close, you got to go to the monitor and see if his foot was in the arc, and it was. Now, did he have position? Sure, but he was too close to the basket. That's the rule. And if that's the rule, you need to either make sure you're looking at his feet when you call a charge or go review it at the monitor, and they didn't either. I feel like the Tennessee did exactly what we said they needed to do. Like, literally exactly. We said, Meshach's got to take. No, take, we went through it. It was like, who can it be? Know? It's like, literally, it has to it be Meshach. He's going to give up five inches, but it has to be him. And he, as Adam said, he... Played the game of his life. He took Brandon Miller for the most part. Um, I mean, he got his 15, but it, it took him 11 shots to do it. And we even went if, through. If you you, told somebody me, said, do you think Kamwa can score 30? I'm like, no, there's no way Kamwa's scoring 30. Maybe he gets 10. Ziegler's got to have 15, 16, 17. Uh, Vescovy's got to have 15. I mean, the box score is like exactly what we said. We said, you know, they should probably have some, have some zone ready. Go to some zone some. And they did. And I thought, okay, I'll give Villas credit. I thought he made a really good point because we went zone and they hit two threes. Mm -hmm. And then he mentioned how maybe my least favorite coach of all time, Jim Beheim, says don't panic if they hit a couple shots early against the zone. Yep. You can't just drop right out of it because you get a little nervous. And we did. We, we kept, and it was a good job of mixing it up. Yep. We'd go zone for two possessions, then we'd go man two possessions. Then it was a quick zone. Then, you know, by the way. We played softer coverage on the ball screens, yep. and we forced them into the mid-range, and they wouldn't take the shots. No, and then they'd panic, not they really knowing probe, what to do. They wouldn't know what to do. They'd kick it back out. they get late in the clock. Now it's a tough three. Jay Billis at one point late in the game said, Alabama hasn't had a clean look all night. Mm -mm. They, had, they had eight shots in the second half. He said they've had two open looks mm -hmm. in the second half. They hit the one baseline mid-range shot that we're like, okay, take it. It yeah. was a great shot. Was that that wasn't Quinterly. Who was that? Uh, it was probably Bradley. That guy was a lot better than I thought. May have been Bradley. Uh, hang on, it's probably Bradley had some tough shots. Well, but I mean, Z <laughs> almost, Zakai, almost cussed. I was gonna say bleep, Nate. They were all tough shots. Like they didn't get many open looks. I mean, the guy was on Sears. Like, I mean, he just he couldn't do anything. The Sears got nothing. The best shot they got all night was when Sears. Got whoever it was to bite on the pump fake. He took one big dribble and had a wide. That's open the one I was talking jumper. about. It was that was okay, Sears, Sears in the corner. It was the cleanest look they had all night. Alabama, zero of three from the left corner. Woo! The scouting report it pays off, big time. Yeah, cool flex, but not as cool as mine though. So, well, it's taking you one seven and a half minutes. If you want to go ahead and do it, go ahead. Just my Bama predictions that they don't miss. Mm -hmm. He's on a Bama heater. Even said Santiago Vescovi, clutch free throws. I think everybody would take having to listen to Hickman brag if we keep beating Alabama, keep beating Alabama yeah. in all the sports. And lucky for them, I don't think we play them in baseball this year. Lucky for them. Yeah. Uh, not unless we go and meet them in Hoover. Yeah. Are they, they're supposed to be pretty good, right? It's the SEC. I feel like everybody's I mean, good. Yeah, but I don't know if they're like top 25 good. And Jonas A. Do. My guy. I mean, 
He had what? He had two two tips that were just like bad shots that he just got a paw on. And when, when we hit, and I, I said yesterday, I was like, this is going to be a game with five minutes to go. We have to finally make yep. some plays under five minutes, things we haven't been doing. He got, did he get two putbacks in the final four and a half? I think so, yeah. I mean, just, incre- I don't want to call it like clutch, but right place, right time, finishing when you need to. No, he was he was fantastic. Double double for him. Uh, I mean, props to Euros. Uh, he hey, got, maybe the toughest made shot of the season so far. Credit to Euros Plovs. That was the slowest fall I think I've ever seen. Miller yeah. obviously starts to fall before the contact. Euros hits him. Euros starts to stumble at about half a mile per hour <laughs> over the head, backwards over the backwards head, backwards yeah. over the head, and just it dropped. And then he falls on the ground and starts doing like little shoulder roll, like yeah. <laughs> and then he hit the free throw. <laughs> he was he was three of four from the line, wasn't he? Two of three. Two of three. I'll, I'll take that any day. Of the Buddy, week. every time he goes to the line, I'm just like, give me one. Because there was a stretch, <laughs> give me just one. There was a stretch about two weeks ago where I think he airballed three of four in a row or whatever. I think he caught the net on one of those. Oh. <laughs> Does that count? Well, he banked the first one last night. Oh, no. <laughs> and then Bill is – because that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, my God, what if he's been working on this? What if he's going to bank him? Bank and then Bill is just like, well, the real test is if he could do it again. And then he shorts the next one and it bounces off. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kumwa with probably the dunk of the year for the Tennessee program. Thought in my, so it gets thrown and I see Kumwa jump and I say absolutely no no way. Mm-hmm. Just please catch it, come down with it, and he's you been know. doing that a lot lately. Where he they're like yeah. throwing a noop and it's not really a great spot and he has to catch it and come down full extension and he just boom like I, it, it. It's like it it like kind of hung up there and then it was like fast forwarded. Yeah, the net. it was weird. That's the second time he's done that on the one hander where he. I don't know if he's not jumping as high as he thinks, or he's just jumping too early, or if because he's so big he just falls out of the sky faster. But it's like he goes no, up. That's not, that's not not science. It's a joke, I know. <laughs> but it's like he always catches it going down and just barely has a sneak. Uh, the, the same thing on the two-handed lob from near half court. I think a lot of it barely is, got that over the front of the at rim. At least on the first one, I think Zakai. Like as soon as Kumwa pops off that screen, like he, he's. Instead of having Kumwa pretty much in route to the goal, like he's just leading him. So it's like yeah. the ball goes up and Kumwa just knows I gotta track this down and mm, cram it. Oh, well, it was Vescovy that threw the one hander, right? First? Yeah. Uh who threw the second one? Was it Key? No. I think that was the Kai. The longer one in the second half? That was our first basket yeah, of the second half, I, guess I think. It was the Kai. That was a good pass because that was Normally we do that on a drive to the basket and you just kind of lob it across the paint. That was that was from the top of the key. That was a that was a really nice pass that I did not think Kumwa was going to be able to catch. It was a little low, so he had to catch it down and then go up and over the rim. But it's two points and it counted and it was beautiful. Uh, Tennessee, 6 of 23 from three. Would not think that was going to be a winning combination if you'd have told me that before the game. 36.5% from the field. Alabama shoots 35.4. Alabama did hit nine threes. Uh, what do they average? 12? 10 or 12? Right. We, were, we weren't great from the line either. It no. was the turnovers, though. They couldn't handle the ball. Swarming defense. Swarming defense. Alabama turned it over 19 times to Tennessee's eight. And it felt like it could have been more. Our Our inbounds defense was... Ridiculous. Kyat Ziegler with eight assists, 
no turnovers. I think Quinterly had probably ten of Alabama's turnovers. When he went behind watching. his back late and Vescovy just took the ball away from him, that was like, all right, there we go. I go. was I was dumbfounded that he tried that. <laughs> like, I get it. You're the number one team in the country. You play with some swagger, but. I mean, I think if they go in and score there, I mean, they cut it to Four, four or three if it's a three if he kicks out for a three or something. Well, I was kind of surprised that he. I was surprised like he went left. to the basket with it not being wide open. Yeah, and then yeah, Vescovy just kind of almost guessed what he was doing and just stuck the hand right where that ball was coming around his back and just, I mean, he just picked his pocket. Yeah, six turnovers for Quinterly, three points. He was one of five from the floor. Not great, Bob. Nope. Tennessee did get out rebounded. Very shy. But you beat them on the offensive glass. They had eight. You had thirteen. As uh, and as, we your boy, t- as your boy Jay Bill said, when the shot went up, that's when the fight began. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like we weren't fake tough guys. We like no. we forced this was going to be a battle of styles, right? Yes. And yes. this game went. Tennessee forced Alabama to play their style of basketball. It was it was physical. It was, you know, you you had to earn every look at the basket. And I don't know, like Rick Barnes said, they they got good players. Some of them are gonna make they're gonna make some shots, mm. but you just gotta make them work for every every one of them. I mentioned we lost the rebound battle. I'll take that when you get up fifteen more shots than your opponent. Yeah, and that it's is turnovers. not that is not what Alabama does. Eleven turn like Alabama's minus eleven in mm-hmm. the turnover differential. Yeah, great job by Tennessee protecting the ball, and then I mean it just felt. Because obviously they they want to do two things they want to they want to drive and kick for the three or drive and attack the basket and it felt like every time they tried that we had there were there were hands deflections, yeah. yeah deflections um, force we, I felt how many good traps did we have last night it felt like they trapped a ton they trapped on inbounds they trapped on you know in the corner I mean it was just we had a really good pl- Rick Barnes Rick Rick Barnes well done well done great plan. Um, I did. Uh, did you watch any of the SEC now after uh-huh. the Kentucky game? Mm-mm. They showed our game, and Patrick Young said uh, a lot of these were borderline fouls by Tennessee, but they were the more physical team. Do you think we were fouling all night? I think both teams were fouling. I think it was. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was a really physical game, and no, I mean we play like that all the time. If you, I know. If, if you if you hadn't I, like if you don't like that, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Tennessee's the Fishback most physical was like, team. Yeah, and Bama didn't match their physical, you know, yeah. their physical Tennessee's play. The most physical team in the league has been for a couple of years now. I mean, it's just the way it is. Like you're going to, you're going to have to bring your, you know, bring your lunch pail, and finish. You know, you're you're going to have to be strong and basically match that physicality. That way, you can when there is an opportunity to show the refs that you're getting fouled, you can do that. But yeah, I mean Tennessee's gonna beat you up all game, and that's they're they're gonna establish a level of that's the one nice thing about not having like a all world post player who if he gets two fouls early and has to go out of the game now your team you're sucks. toast yeah you know I mean if if one of our big guys gets a couple fouls all right just bring in another guy like it doesn't we we don't need any one single guy on the court except. Probably Zakai Ziegler. I mean, if if he him and Vescovy are the two that it's like you you need you need yeah, those guys. But, yeah, but I mean, you know, they're guards. They they don't have to mix it up as much, and that's the way I've been all year. That was fun. I had fun last night. 
Sorry about your emotional hedge. That's fine. Bought the win. I did too. Up top. Did you? Yeah, I did. All right. Once they announced Phillips and uh, James were both out, I went and checked. It was three and a half. I was like, I'll buy this win. Let's let's have some fun. It was fantastic. So Tennessee wins by nine. Unfortunately, they do not get the full allotted net pointage. It's number one, the number one team in the country. I'll, I'll, I'll this allow it. this game was a lot closer to Tennessee winning by thirty than it was Alabama winning. If we if we shoot the way we typically shoot at home, the, I mean, it's hard to say it after a nine point win that was you know four points or so with three minutes to go. I feel like Tennessee dominated this game. It would have been it would have been a real shame to lose that one after you were I mean you were in control of the game essentially yeah. start to finish. I mean Hickman mentioned it we we trailed 12 to 11, they tied it again at 40. And then after after the 40 point mark, you outscored them uh you know 28-19 in crunch time. I don't know exactly when it was tied at 40. I can probably the beauty look that of, up. The beauty of this, I mean, and obviously you hate to lose the last two games, but the beauty of this is that the, you know, the talking heads, and I guess it's still because Tennessee doesn't have a dynamic offense, doesn't have a star player, doesn't just have one dude that's just all world, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just a collection of really, you know, really good players. The I think the narrative had been, uh, yeah, Tennessee, like you're talking about, like the the – even when Tennessee's number two, number one, whatever, mm-hmm. it feels like that we wouldn't get the all-world treatment, you know, the blue blood treatment. But I think the nice thing about losing the two games against inferior opponents, but then winning this one is, I think the narrative would have been, if you'd but won both those games but lost this one, the narrative still would have been, well, yeah, Tennessee, great group of guys, great defense. But, you know, when they play the best teams in the country, I just, I just don't think they can get it done. But now, like, you're going to get to the end of the season and you're going to look at the resume and be like, all right, they beat Alabama, they beat Kansas, they beat Texas. Like, yeah, a couple slip-ups here and there, but every team in college basketball pretty much has those on their resume. And and now you've shown that not only can you beat beat a team that, you know, Aaron Torres, remember, this Alabama team might be historically great. Look at the numbers. Like, yeah, okay, look at the numbers. We'll put a little pressure on They turn the ball over 19 times. Like, you have to look at this at the Tennessee team now and be like, okay, yeah, no star player, like it's not a problem. Like they can beat anybody in the country. Just and bas- you know, college basketball is wide open this year. It's just a down year. Nate Oates after the game said that Tennessee is maybe the most unlucky team I've ever seen. Did you see it? They showed it on SEC Now. He was like, I know uh, after the last couple of games, people thought this team maybe wasn't very good. Uh, I've watched those games, and I'm telling you, this is maybe the most unlucky team I've ever seen in my history of watching college basketball. I mean, down two starters, backs against the wall. Yeah. I mean, if you just said, hey, Nate, Tennessee's going to win 68-59, I'd be like, oh, surely Julian Phillips played. Surely he gave you 20 minutes, you know, just to just to shut them, to hold them to 59. And if you and if you said not Phillips and Josiah are both going to be out and Tennessee's going to win, there's no way to put Alabama score in the fifties. I'd been like, all right, we must have we must have hit shots too. I bet we went one, you know, Keys 70, hot, yeah, seventy-eight, hot. seventy-six or something. You know, if if they're both out, no way. I thought we would hold them to fifty-nine without both those guys. No, but like we were talking about it before the show, like 
our guys just seem to do what they do really well. Like they all played well kind of at the same time on especially on defense. I mean, it was just no one tried to like kind of play hero ball either on offense, just kind of let the game come to them and you know, you, we did it. We we have to offensive re- we we don't shoot the ball very well. We have to get a lot of offensive mm. rebounds. We have to force turnovers. We have to force tough shots. But you did all of that, and you you know you beat one of the better teams in the country. They had to play your style, and I'm looking at the little uh, you know little graph here. You know you only really had one little section where you struggled to score, kind of late in the first. Yeah, half. going into the halftime. Yeah. Yep. Pretty but it was it was about what. Uh, what they what Bill has said it right before the break. Like Tennessee had it was four minutes without a field goal, but we may have scored a little bit, or was it a complete no score? Did we go four minutes again without a point? Uh no. You had twenty it was without a field goal, I think. Okay. We, we closed the a, first half on a drought because they yeah. went on eleven to three. Eleven three, yeah. You had a couple free throws, I think. Okay. Maybe one more free throw too or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tennessee shot chart, pretty ugly. But you you got the style of game you wanted, and then those turnovers that they had just killed them. That we forced. Well, yeah. They had them, but we caused them. Mm-hmm. Just All right, put, we'll open up the Big Orange Philly on phone lines to you, 865-546-8200. If you want to weigh in, give us a shout right here on 3 and Out. Playing the hits over there, huh? Oh, yeah. Shouts out to Davey Hudson. All right. Big win for Tennessee last night, 68-59 over number one Alabama. If you want to weigh in, 865-546-8200 on the Big Orange Philly phone lines. Great spot to watch the game. Big Orange Phillies in halls. Maynardville Pike. They're all going to feel big now. Uh, I think the South Carolina game um, kind of be the one exception, but. You've set the stage to really be able to accomplish some stuff. Let's go to uh, Matt up first day. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. What a game, guys. What a game. Um, that might be uh, the best defensive performance I've ever seen in Tennessee basketball. Given the opponent, it's up there. And being shorthanded. Yeah. Yeah, just all the factors. They, they, I mean, every facet of the game too. It was just inbound passing, uh, just individual play, switching up the zone briefly. Just all the stuff they did as a team was just unreal. And Plossfish to to get in the grill early. He, it was kind of fun to watch him talk just enough trash to not get the refs. Um on his bad side. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
like just to t- just enough to get in their head. And it, I, I don't know who would you guys pick for player of the game, or de- let's say defensive player of the game. Oh well, that's that's easy. May Mayshack gets the gold star for defense. Yeah, Mayshack was pretty solid. I, I mean, I know he went over four, misses only three, uh, but he did have you know he had a couple of assists. He had three steals, and he was guarding. If not the best player in the country, probably the best player at his position in the country. And a guy who has gone over 20 in, I don't know, half their games this year. Yeah. Your most valuable yeah. player is Zakai Ziegler. I mean, he 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 makes Ziegler the offense great. he makes the offense run. He had eight assists, no turnovers last night. And the turnover difference was essentially the I mean, the difference in the game. Um you know, he was he was great. He he completely shut down uh, Sears, their point guard, who only had two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sears didn't do anything. Quinterly didn't do anything. I mean, no, they he was terrible. Just, they bullied those guys, man. Absolutely bullied them. It, it was funny too. You could kind of see the progression of the game. Like in the beginning, Alabama was was chirpy and kind of fighting back, you know. But after that second quarter, towards the end of the second quarter, it was almost like we had just beat the life out of them. Like they couldn't keep chirping back at us. We were just too physical for them, and at the end of the game, we just we were just dominating them in the paint, out top. I mean, just stifling defense, which was crazy to see. But I'll tell you the solace I take with this defense and this team. Imagine if we were shooting halfway decent last night. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I mean, you 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 go into the half tied and you're not feeling terrible. But if you can, and what was amazing is how many open looks they were, Matt. They weren't. In fact, I would say those two corner threes that Vescovy hit were easier than some of the ones we missed. Yeah. Or, or were, excuse me, were a, a lot more difficult than some of the ones we missed because I'm sitting there thinking Bama's going to get to half somehow tied and it feels like they should be down 20. And that's, I wasn't nervous, but I was like, man, we're not really taking advantage of some of the open looks because I thought the offense we were running, or at least the way Bama was playing it, was giving us some really, really good looks. We missed some bunnies. We missed some wide open threes. Ves- the most open three Vescovy had all night, I think he airballed it. <laughs> yeah, we missed some layups. We did We did what we do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like, you know, the old adage, guys, it's just cliche as can be, but, man, defense does win it. And it's, I guess, because it's just consistent. And these guys have been consistent all year on defense, all year. And they will be in the tournament, so it that that I would almost rather take that with these guys than than having a you know an offensive juggernaut that is streaky. I mean, look what happens with Alabama when you crush them on D; they they lose games. Tennessee can have a bad offensive performance, and we didn't have a great offensive performance yesterday. Mm-mm. It was ho, it was ho hum. I mean, it was okay, but gosh, man, if we could have a bad night on offense and still win, beat the best team in the country. So, if we get hot, just a little bit, I right? Mean, <laughs> just just a little bit, just yeah. light, light a match, and we're you know we win that game last night by fifteen to twenty points. Well, I mean they're, they're top yeah. ten in the country in defense too. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have to remember that's true when the game when the amount of possessions is more of a Tennessee style game, it's just going to be low scoring like this. If the number of possessions are more at Alabama's pace, then there's going to be a lot more points for both teams. But like on a per possession basis, both these teams are really good on defense. Tennessee won the style battle. And so that's why you have a game in the 60s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll head out of here, but I want to give props to the refs. We don't do that enough. And that game could have been 
you, you know, you think about it. If they were if they were calling ticky tack fouls early, that that whole game, the whole dynamic changes. Tennessee can't play as physical. You know, then we get in foul trouble when we're already shorthanded. And, you know, but they let those guys play. They probably didn't call maybe some fouls that should have been called, which is fine by me. I mean, that just benefits us. And Yeah, I, was gonna, I thought you know. it went both ways, but I think in the long run that did help us because we didn't get – yeah. We didn't start to get a little timid when it came to contact, which I thought was a really good thing and really set the tone really the whole game. Do we win that game if uh, Triple J and uh, – uh, oh, man, I'm Phillips. throwing a blank, guys. Oh. Phillips are in, yeah. Are we, we winning that game or no? Kind of weird to think about it. It, it is. Uh, you know, Phillips is 100%. Does he D up Miller the same way that Mayshack did? Probably not, but does he probably score a few times? I, I The way everybody else played, I, I think you'd still have a really good chance to win it. But I, but, I, I, but Mayshack being on Miller was... Dude, I, I think... I think if you're Rick Barnes, if, if I'm Rick Barnes, I look at it this and go, you know, we really don't need Josiah Jordan-James taking as many shots as he takes. Yes, that's key. It, it would be fine if Josiah only took really great shots, wide open, like shots at the rim, and if in wide open threes. Like, he does not need to force three-point shots. He doesn't need to go 0 of 6, 1 of 7. No, because yeah. those shots can just come from other places off of Zakai's penetration like they did last night, and you can be more efficient on offense. I don't think either of those guys are going to – I mean, both those guys help help you on defense. You don't need their scoring. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Matt. What, what I think, too, is if you get into a similar situation, let's say Josiah and Phillips are back, but you run up against a team in the tournament that does have that one – that one guard who's really, really good. This should allow for Rick Barnes and the coaching staff to say, you know what, we can sacrifice a little bit on offense and tell Jemai Meshack to go in and lock this guy down. Yeah, and you should feel, and it doesn't clearly it doesn't matter if he's giving up five inches. I mean, as as long as uh, foot, well, we, as long as the foot speed's there and you can stay in front of somebody, like we said that on the show too. We're like Brandon Miller's not going to go back you down and post up and no, score he's not a bunch that kind of player. So the fact that you know Meshek is is tall enough, like it's it's it has to be him, and he did a great job. And even when guys switched on to uh, Miller, we we did we we stuck to the plan of make them take tough threes, and you know what the Alabama riders like. I don't you know you got to. Pick what you're going to do. We made them operate in the mid-range, and they couldn't do it. We kept getting deflections, steals. They throw the ball away, and it and and when it breaks up your rhythm that much, you just. I mean, there was a play late where they finally got a stop. You know, the announcer's like another big possession for. Oh, he lost it out of bounds. Yeah, like, like yeah. it just it they they were just shook because it made it it made their offense our defense made their offense really hard to get in rhythm, to get in sync, and they just never really had that big run to like push them out to a three- or four-point lead. Right, right. We'll come back with more phone calls on the flip side. Final segment, Hour 1, next.
Final segment, hour number one. Go right back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. If you want to join in, 865-546-8200. Uh, next up, we have Roberto on the horn. What's up, Roberto? You're on three and out. Morning, gents. What's up? Nope. You excited? Yeah, feels good yeah. to be wrong. Feels <laughs> good to be it wrong. Does, it? I love it. I mean, you know, towards the end of the day yesterday, I started going, man, I think we're going to win this game. Like, I don't know. It just felt like Kansas, I guess it was Kansas 11, all over again. It really did. Uh, with the exception, you know, like no guns and drugs involved, but nonetheless. Right, right. Uh, well, I should say, uh, with those guys having uh, torn uh, torn up legs, I'd say there is some drugs, but they're probably legal. Um, you know, I I just find it very um, strange. That's a good word. I just don't understand how we can take out pretty much widely accepted the best team in the country right now, Alabama. And, I mean, if we have a B like a B or a B-plus game on offense, we would shed those guys. Yep. We didn't play well on offense yesterday. That's what everybody's like, oh, thank God, you know, everything's on track. No, it's not. Actually, we still – have we played a complete game all year? What's the best complete game we've played all year? Texas. I think so. Yeah, I mean, we were up 23. They hit some shots kind of late to make it a little bit closer, but I thought offensively and defensively that game, that's probably your most complete game. And Tennessee only trailed or was tied in this game last night for, what, like six minutes total or less, two. Like four minutes, something like that. Like two minutes. Say? Well, was all we trailed, but yeah, I trailed. thought we had some ties in there. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but it was electric in there. Were any of you guys there? I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. No, nah, Russell was there. He let us know. It was. Yes, I know. I bought him a beverage. Uh, but he um, – I tell you, he said it too. It was just really loud. That's the loudest I've heard it in years in there. It really was. I've been to a lot of big games in there, and I would argue that that was just as loud as any I can remember. Um, and trolling them into oblivion after the game, uh, playing Dixieland Delight. Guys, this is my, my, my real question of the day. Every single time Tennessee beats Alabama in Knoxville, henceforth in any sport, shouldn't we be playing that? 100%. Nate? Yeah. It's great. Like, yeah, it's not even a question. Um, Sorry. It's a song about Tennessee. Get, Deal with it. Yeah, don't want to get too technical on the game, uh, Nate, but ultimately I want to see, you know, we were talking yesterday about defense. What do you think, I mean, I heard you say we got in passing lines and we essentially forced them into the mid-range game. That is That was not on my card. I didn't expect that. I just thought we'd defend the three and push them way out. Man, it felt like – I looked it up after the game. It said that they only had like 17 or 19 turnovers. There was some conjecture there. But let's break the difference and say they had 18 turnovers. Alabama. It felt like they had 30. It did. I mean, it, I was it, it was just – like every time they'd come down the court or try to make a pass, it felt like we were tipping it, deflecting it. I mean – they just they couldn't breathe. Timely turnovers for us too. Yep. They, it was a four point game there with I guess like probably a minute and a half left. Uh, we missed a shot, missed a free throw, whatever it may be, uh, and they, they just lose the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Just stuff they've not done all year. Yeah. I was just excited that I got to go to a game, see Tennessee win. Glad I played the emo hedge. Glad glad yesterday went as it did. 
Uh, Tennessee's probably solidly back on the two line. You guys agree? Yeah. Everybody does except Jerry um, Palm, probably, who had us as a four before well, the game. Well, J- Jerry Palm can eat one. Jerry Palm probably dropped us because yeah. we didn't cover the total ten for the net spread. Right, threat. right, yeah, yeah. Um, and if this, these teams played again on neutral site, you know, the same night, of mm-hmm. course, things would be completely different. Sure. Yeah, Jerry Palm would say Alabama would win by thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and he would also say because Alabama would get a fair whistle. By the way, I actually felt like Tennessee got kind of a bad whistle last night, but I would take that crew. 10 times out of 10 because they let us play our game in the first half and it established a a physicality that I don't think Alabama was ready for. I told you guys, they're long, they're lean, they can shoot, but they're not physical. I was very surprised that we got out-rebounded. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, Yeah, it's because we took so many more shots than they did and they got defensive rebounds. I mean, we got out-rebounded by, I think, four. Offensive glass. Yeah, we we killed them on the offensive glass. Yeah, so I was just really proud of the effort from the guys. Um, and this is my last question. Would you guys rather play great defense and so-so to not great offense and win by nine or play great de- great offense and lose by two? <laughs> right? well, that, that and that's crazy. where I think our fan base has to – I think that's where our fan base has to get to is let's just play great defense and let's be ourselves and, and who, who gives a damn about offense at this point. Take care. Thanks for the call. No, I mean that's just the way this team's going to be, and if they're if they play the way they did last night, um, I, like yeah, the offense still isn't wasn't great, but that's a top you know top ten defensive team in the country. Yeah, they were sixth, right? Yeah, I mean they're they might not be that physical, but they are long and athletic, and that makes mm-hmm. it tough to get really good looks for for our team off as well. That's what was so weird about last night is we. I felt like they got really good looks, and just missed some. And if you if you shoot just a little bit better, I, I couldn't agree more. Like that's a that's a blowout. When I mean, you won by nine, it, it felt comfortable for most of the game. A couple of more of those shots fall, and you're you're never even worrying about this one. It feels a lot like Texas. Mm-hmm. Just feels good. Would you guys say if hypothetically? If you went out, which you could, I mean, you very well could, are you back on the one seed line? You including the tournament? Uh, I mean, I mean, we found out last year. So I mean, that doesn't really matter. That well, much, I don't think the championship it. does. I do think the, I think making it to at least Saturday probably does. And like like Nate said before, like this year they might say, "Oh no, we're going to watch all of it because last year people complained that championship Sunday didn't matter." Uh, let me see. They're- I don't think so because I don't. I mean, you're going to have six losses. I don't think Houston's going to have more than five or even get to five. Um, I mean, you do have. It, it depend if you can jump Alabama, then maybe. But if Alabama wins out, they're mm-hmm. probably still ahead of you. Unfortunately. It's the it's the whole thing about well the one head to head game versus you had three bad losses and they have you know one or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it'll get crazy down the stretch here though all across the country just with the way things have played out so far. And then uh, it has a lot to do with what, how Arizona plays too because they do have a head to head against you and they have less losses as well. Uh, Lenardi said last night we took the last number two spot from Arizona okay. by beating Alabama. No? 
All right. I mean, they did just lose to a team with eleven. Yeah. Wins, well, they've so. they've been they've been skidding. So it that you know we might we might actually get the benefit of the doubt of their bad losses worse than ours, even though they beat us head to head. So it's it's kind of weird the way all that all that shakes out. Um, I mean, the one seeds before last night were Alabama, Purdue, Houston, and Kansas. <laughs> so it dep- I mean, if you went out, it just it just depends on what those teams do. Don't look now, but if you're ranking the best, like two, three, four wins in college basketball, like Tennessee's at the top of that list. Like you've beaten number one Alabama, number five Kansas number six Texas, and you took number eight Arizona to the wire at their place. I mean, this team, when it comes to resume, they're going to be well set. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we went out, though. That's the, that's fair. I, I, I don't either, but I also think Kansas right now being on that one line is kind of a sham. But. All right, we can look down the flip side. Hour two starts next.